on today's show. Light the beam! The Sacramento Kings make the playoffs for the first time since 2006. What does that say about this team? What do we think about them going forward? And Kevin Durant returns and the Suns win again. We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On NBA is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where you can subscribe and comment below. What were you doing in 2006, the last time the Kings made the playoffs? <laughs> Let us know. I want to know what random commenters were doing back then let us know joining me as always on a thursday host of lockdown bulls what you got for me pat the designer it's just so refreshing to be able to come here once a week and not talk about the bulls and mavs ain't it? <laughs> the mavs just... the mavs played tonight and i was like pat can we please not talk about the mavericks tonight? <laughs> oh, mavs lose again you can go to the lockdown mavs and listen to me talk about the mavs lose. you can go talk about the bulls game was weirdly bad for the Mavericks because the Lakers won and the Bulls lost, which is bad for them in the tanking standings and bad for them in the play-in standings. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of bad stuff. But we're not talking about those teams. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings. We'll talk about Kevin Durant returning for the Phoenix Suns making his home debut. And then we'll play our game, Count It Up, where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA, including Keegan Murray setting the record, Mavs and Sixers, another delay that I'd never heard of. We'll talk about that and have fun with it later. But let's start here, Pat. The Sacramento Kings. Light the beam for the Sacramento Kings. They make the playoffs. They clinch the playoffs for the first time since 2006. It is now not the longest drought in sport in American sports for a playoffs. The New York Jets now have a longer drought of 12 years. Buffalo Sabres, 11 years. Detroit Tigers, 9 years. And the LA Angels, somehow with two of the best players in the whole sport, 9 years without making the playoffs. We have a lockdown show for every one of those teams. So if you want to go Good check Lord. out those, you can go see I do see need them. to listen to Locked On Angels. I'm not going to lie to you. My <laughs> God. Locked On Kings will no longer be the most uh, upset of all of those. So you can go listen to Matt George as well. First playoff berth since 2006. This was what was happening in the NBA in 2006. You ready for this? I'm just going to go down do memory it. lane here for a minute. Let's do it. Steve Nash won his second MVP. Chris Paul was the rookie of the year that year. Still in the NBA, still kicking. There was a rigged NBA Finals that year that we don't really have to talk about anymore. Uh, Keegan Murray was six years old when the Kings won the playoffs <laughs> last time. De'Aaron Fox was eight years old. LeBron James, LeBron James, made his first playoffs of his career. And his head coach? Mike Brown. Mike Brown, the same coach of the Sacramento Kings now. Uh, let's go down the memory lane. What was happening in 2006? Um, the Nintendo Wii was introduced in America. The Da Vinci right. Code movie was released. Cars 1 was in theaters. Life is a highway. Pa Pirates of the Caribbean 2 was released. Um, Talladega Nights was released in theaters. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Borat was released in, in theaters. <laughs> this was, the Kings made the playoffs last time, and Borat had just been introduced into the zeitgeist. Uh, Pat, listen, listen closely. There were zero iPhones the last time the Kings made the playoffs. Um, 
Pluto was a planet the last time <laughs> the Kings made the playoffs. That's it, a good one. It was not That's a good one. It was uh, made not a planet. And by the way, the uh, the the place where Pluto was discovered as a planet is in Arizona near Phoenix. So if you uh, yeah, if you know that, uh, okay. The light the beam chance started early tonight for the uh, the Kings. It was in Portland. There was audible light the beam chance with about two minutes left in this game. Let's just start here. What does this mean for Sacramento and their fans? Uh, I mean, listen, this is big, right? Getting back into the playoffs is a is a huge moment. Uh, it feels it, it makes you feel validated in your in your fandom with a team. A lot of times, right? It makes you feel like finally, you know, the the rock has come back, right? Like something like it, it's a it is a momentous moment. I, I'll say this, right? Even with the downtrodden season that the Chicago Bulls have had last season, was a dream uh, for most of it, right? Like I, I saw the Bulls go out and win, and it, it was an exciting feeling. It's always an exciting feeling when you see your team win, and it's it, the, the best feeling in the world is being able to go into a game and say we can beat them mm. and the Kings fans will be able to get that at least uh at, le- at least in the uh I don't know the first round uh, I'd say the first round they should they should feel that way they should kind of I guess ish. if you're the Sacramento Kings right now are you sitting here saying we're just happy to be here we're light the beam like we're excited just to be here because they're about to clinch home court too they are some games up on the on the, the Suns right now like they have a chance to really cement themselves in the playoff picture, have home court. Their first playoff game since 2006 will be a home game, it looks like. Are you just happy to be here, or are you saying, hey, we got to win our first-round series because we're, we, should, we're, we should be favored to because we're a higher seed? I, I think you have to go into this not with the mindset of, hey, we have to go in and win this series because we're a higher seed, just with the mindset of, hey, we've actually got some advantages against the teams that we may be playing, right? Like where it's sitting right now, they'd, they'd be going up against the Warriors. The Warriors are going to yes. have... The, the Warriors are going to have, right, the experience. They're always going to have that advantage, right? But who's slowing down Sabonis? Draymond Green, maybe, right? Like, I, I like what Draymond would be able to – the matchup of Draymond versus Sabonis. Sabonis still has the height matchup there. There's not really a lot of guys on that team, especially with Andrew Wiggins still dealing with the things that he's dealing with, right, just that are ca- going to slow just, down Fox. like Just Kevon Looney that leads the NBA in offensive rebounds this year, so – I mean, well, Kevon Looney too. Yeah, but but yeah, okay. Then I then Sabonis can bring him out to the uh uh, uh you know to the three point line, right? Like the, yeah, there's man. there's what I'm saying is right. If you're the Kings, you feel like you have options versus everybody you might be playing versus the Timberwolves versus if the Lakers can get up that high, right? Like you feel like okay, you you have to feel like I'm coming into this and there's actually something I have on my team. Not that we lucked our way into this third seed, but that we played well enough and were able to do things that other teams weren't able to stop. If you're looking at the Kings in the playoffs, you're, you're looking at that defense first, right? Like that's something you, you yeah, really that's, have to look that's at. A fact. Okay. Well, wh- where are we going to go with that kind of a defense? Uh, I want to talk about De'Aaron Fox though, because De'Aaron Fox has been this interesting player throughout his career. He, he's drafted, you know, fifth overall in 2017. He goes to this Kings team and he plays, you know, okay. His first year, second year takes a, takes a leap forward. And then we're like, okay, is he just the player he's going to be? And is he ever going to be an all-star? Is he ever going to be an impactful enough player as a point guard to all right, maybe be your best player on a, on a playoff team even or your second best player on a playoff team? And so you started to talk yourself through what can De'Aaron Fox be? And now he made an all-star team this year. He's probably going to be the clutch player of the year. Could, yeah. could be Joel Embiid, but it could be this new clutch player award, the Jerry West award. He could also – he's probably going to be on a lot of all-NBA ballots – 
What do you think this season has done for De'Aaron Fox? Because I I think it's done a ton for him in his career uh, that he has helped carry this team. And the mix with him, it's a bonus. The coaching from Mike Brown, like it's all connected. But what do you think specifically about De'Aaron Fox? I think it solidifies him as the leader of this team, right? It solidifies him as your number one option. Remember, when Sabonis went over there, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, that's going to be Sabonis' team. He's going to be able to stabilize what they're going to be able to do, right? Like, they they thought because of what Sabonis did in Indiana, he was going to be the number one option there in uh, uh, Sacramento, where this season that hasn't been the case because of how De'Aaron Fox has played, right? He's had a true shooting percentage of basically 60% just about all nice. season, right? He's 25 points per game. Uh, he, he's he's finding his teammates, and I think that's the that's the part, right? Like, he's able to score, but still have the ability to find his guys open that are cutting right along with them. One of the fastest players in the league, so there's going to be lanes that are opening up when you cut. It solidifies him as one of the best point guards in this NBA Mm. And I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Like, I love the leap he's been able to take. I, I think it, it. I think the thing is, the game has slowed down for him enough that he knows how to attack with his speed. The thing for De'Aaron Fox with me was the same thing that I always thought about with John Wall early on in his career. Remember how John Wall would just blow past everybody, but then he'd just be right under the bucket, and you'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> how'd you miss that layup?" Yeah. Like, well, you ran past everybody. De'Aaron Fox, like the game has slowed down, but his speed hasn't. His 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 IQ is sped up now, and now he's able to pick teams apart, pick his spots shooting the three ball a little bit better right like he's he's never been this prolific three-point shooter but shooting the three ball a little bit better to the point where he's a threat and that just opens up so much with this game the mid-range for him has been so big like I've, I've seen him pick teams apart to death in the clutch in the mid-range just adding that one shot that a couple players can add in their career where you can dribble to the free throw line pull up I mean you think about Kawhi you think about LeBron even you think about some of these players that have added that shot it just opens up so much more for you like you were saying you yeah. drive and you have somewhere to go and it's not just I drive to the basket and that's it you look at his two-point percentage his first year in the NBA 43.6 percent from two and this is this is like layups and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. 58.3% from two this yeah. year. Like adding that mid-range shot opened up so much more of his game it seems like. And uh yeah, he's been incredible. Uh coming up, I still want to talk a little bit more about about this team, talk about Mike Brown. But then, let's get into uh Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant returns, Suns win again. They're undefeated with him. We'll talk about that uh coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about this game that Pat and I are obsessed are <laughs> obsessed with. The Ultimate Pro Basketball GM Mobile Game. Download I'm not cheating. Download on your phone. How many championships have you won? I've I've still won four. I haven't gotten past four. I, 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 I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. When I lost after uh, being up three zero in the finals, it kind of <laughs> crushed me. I haven't gone back yet. You started your team just like I did from nothing. You literally have nothing. The worst. This you're the Sacramento Kings after 2006. Like you are you're starting from nothing. You have no facilities. You have the number one pick. You have. Uh, nothing else. There, you know, coaches are bad, players are bad, everything's bad, and you build it up from scratch. It's so fun. You train players, you trade players, you draft players, free agency, all that kind of stuff. So go check it out. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. You can go to probasketballgm.com. Use the promo code Locked On. It's one word, all caps, all together in the game shop to redeem it and get a hundred percent boost. Go check it out again. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM, the mobile game. All right, Pat, thanks, everybody, for making Lockdown NBA your first listen today, hanging out with us, and being part of the show. Go check out Lockdown Mavs for your second listen or Lockdown Bulls. Every single day, Pat and I, uh, on our respective shows, will be covering the Mavericks, the Bulls, and the, the chaos that ensues from both of those franchises at all times. 
This is literally this is literally my emotion with the Bulls this season. Wearing a Bulls shirt with a smile and a frown. At the, <laughs> much the same. One more question on Mike Brown, though. Okay, Mike Brown is the coach of the year, right? Are there any other contenders? Because I have been so incredibly impressed with what Mike Brown has done with this team, and every time I watch the Kings, there's something else that I notice. Maybe it's just the difference between watching Jason Kidd every game and watching Mike Brown in in games like parachuting yeah. in and watching him in the game the Kings games I've watched this year but I've been so impressed with what he's done with this team how he's given them an identity how he's not been afraid to coach them how he's been you know he's not been afraid to like take a timeout and you'd think that he would be embarrassing a player by the, the moment that sticks in my brain is this moment with Terrence Davis where he missed a rotation on defense and Mike Brown like calls a timeout, goes to the free throw line and like grabs Terrence Davis and walks him through where he should be during the game. Like as the game is going on, everybody speaks highly of him. Is Mike Brown the coach of the year or is there somebody else that, that stands out to you? I, I can't even get somebody that might even come to mind. I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like this is the, the one thing that we do love in sports is, is the turnaround story right now. You, you have to be able to maintain this as well, but this is a one year, one type of uh, a one year, one season type of thing. And I mean, listen uh, with, with what everyone else has, we've seen this before, right? Like maybe, maybe, maybe you, you think of Joe Mazzula. With what he went through as well, right? Like I think maybe the, the Celtics Mazzula. fans would disagree with you right now at the moment. I mean, listen, sure. But right, <laughs> I mean, like, overall, right, like, you still got a 52-win season. He's done some pretty good things given sure. the circumstances. Uh, but I, I, can't, I can't think of anybody who literally just – because here's the thing. These pieces, for the most part, were here. De'Aaron Fox was here. Sabonis mm. was here for half a season. And they looked worse. And so now you see Mike Brown come in and all of a sudden, not only do they look better, they're a 46 win basketball team. It's gotta be Mike Brown. It's gotta be Mike Brown. It's it. It's it's at Mike Brown. I just wanted to give him his props and talk about him as a coach. Uh, Let's talk about the best game of the night from the best story of the night with the Kings to the best game of the night. Suns win 107 to 100 against the Minnesota Timberwolves in the West. That is just a tight race in whatever (laughs) angle of it you're in, whether it's, for home court, whether it's the play-in or out of the play-in if you're the Mavericks. Um, Kevin Durant returns his home debut for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he only scores 16 points, 5 of 18 for the field, didn't shoot well. You had the moment there with Monty Williams where he said, stop shaking your head. Greatness doesn't shake their head. I thought that's a that's a great quote from Monty Williams yeah. talking to Kevin Durant. Um, but Phoenix still hasn't lost with Kevin Durant. What did you see from KD with on the Suns against tonight? Uh, you know what? He, he even said it right early on in the game. I, I literally <laughs> looked at him and I was like, he's rushing. He's excited to be back. He's excited to yeah. be in front of a new crowd. He seems like he's excited to be a part of an organization that um, he doesn't hate. Uh, he seems, <laughs> has has less turmoil, maybe. It seems, seems, which seems it, like he, which is why Like you said with Monty Williams, right? Like he seems like he's excited to play for a head coach that yeah. knows how to be a head coach. Um, so I mean, who was the MVP you know, in 2006? Ew. <laughs> hey. uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just, I, I look at uh, how KD came out to start that game. Felt like he was rushing. Um, shots weren't falling for him, but 
he looked smooth. He looked like he was confident in what he was doing. He was still getting to his spots. He was still, you know, like he he moves. He literally is. What's that Bruce Lee quote where it says like, "Be Float. like water." If if the cup is shaped like water, you you take on the shape of the cup. If the if you're in a bowl, you take on the shape of the bowl. If you're in a river, you take on the shape. Like that is Kevin Durant on a basketball court. He is phenomenal. He's flawless. He moves through the game. And and by the end of the game, right, two big shots in that fourth quarter. Um, when, when things got a little tight down there, he really just turned into Kevin Durant. It, it, he's a he is a phenomenal basketball player, and if he can stay healthy, the sky's the limit for this team. You must be shapeless, formless, like water. When you pour water in a cup, it becomes the cup. When you pour water in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. <laughs> Why, why'd, why'd you read it like that? That's the quote. You could have just, just, just read it like Nick. Was that your Bruce Lee? No, it was just like was a that, sir. Was, it was a serene, like intense. <laughs> like there, there was a there was intentionality behind my words. Uh, Kevin Durant got blocked by by Kyle Anderson in the fourth quarter. It's not gonna yeah. happen. That's the, that's not gonna happen again. He's he's coming yeah. back. Th- this game from Kevin Durant will not come will not happen again. And this is why, like the Phoenix Suns are like should be considered like. Title contenders this year. From all the stuff they've gone through this year, they are title contenders. It's them, it's the Nuggets, and it's everyone else. It's it's in, not the, in the West again. In the West, and, and even in the West, it's not going to happen again. Depending on how the playoffs are called, because remember last season when he was Brooklyn versus was it Boston? They let Boston beat up Kevin Durant. Who's gonna Who's gonna beat up down. Kevin Durant in the West right now? I'm just saying. Memphis is the only defense that really will do that. The Kings are not. The Nuggets are not. The Clippers, I don't think. As, the Clippers, as sits, maybe. As it sits right now, your first matchup is against the Warriors, and we know Draymond takes a great pride in just beating Kevin Durant up your coming across. Your first matchup the is the Clippers, and you're 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 good there because no, there's no Paul George. Oh no, it would be it would be the Clippers. Yeah, four five. Yeah, four five. You're right. They're not that physical of a team. Like I just don't think you're going to face a team like that that's going to be physical enough and. Who's gonna match up with them offensively? You start looking Nobody. down. You start looking down the the road, and I'm like, I don't know. In this game, though, we, we can focus on this game. Talk about free throws. Devin Booker took 15 <laughs> free throws. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the entire team took 12. Chris Finch, the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach after the game, said, "Quote: They went to the line 27 times. We went to the line 12 times." Sitting up here and talking about it must have worked for them. Referencing Monty Williams talking about the refs. Do you think it worked for them? Of course. And and guess what? Uh, the best players in the NBA usually get more calls than than not the best players in the NBA. The the best one of the best players in the NBA is on that team, if not two. Like I'm I'm sorry. And and guess what? I we we're all going through it together. Like we're all collectively going through it. Guess what? It sucks when they do it against my team as well. The Lakers, I think, tonight had like 45 free throws. They didn't, but it felt like that at times, right? Like that. That's that, I. I can't sit here and have had Michael Jordan on my team and complain about the <laughs> benefits of having the best player in the NBA. You know what I mean? So it's like it's tough for me. It's tough for me. Yeah, and you look at who who got the fouls. Kyle Anderson had four. Gobert had five. Four of them were at least four of them were offensive. So you don't even, yeah. you don't even give them that. But like, it's it's not like. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't go back and forth on on fouls and, and calls like that. Not not, uh, not with Luca on your team there. No. But. Well, I mean <laughs> that that withstanding. Yeah, I can't, can't talk about that. Uh, Minnesota had twenty one turnovers, twelve from from Gobert and Towns. Gobert, like I said, had four offensive fouls where he where he 
yeah. set a screen and, and turn the ball over. Like there, there's just too much of that. And you can't just point to free throws in this game. Maybe it, maybe it was an issue, and maybe you can go listen to Lockdown Wolves and, and Ben Beacon will tell you otherwise. But I, I know that, that Brendan Clean won't have a problem with, with the well, fouls it, on Lockdown it's, Suns. It's, but yeah, it's, like, it's like I'm you not said, pointing was, to that. If the, I'm not pointing to that if that's the first thing I look at. Yeah, it's like you said. There's there's too many other things that you as a coach could have done better, Chris Finch, uh, that your players on the floor could have done better. Uh, and and it was the simple things, the little things. And Phoenix down the stretch, Phoenix didn't have this flawless game either. It, it was a really good game. But they didn't have this flawless game either, right? Like So there was opportunity for you to win the game. You got to take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kev- Kevin Durant didn't shoot the ball well at all in this game. Five of 18 from, from the yeah. field. And uh, I just look at this Minnesota team, though, and, like, they're they're good. They've been playing well recently. You can just pick them apart late games when it gets tight like this. And you can just see that, like, Devin Booker isoing Gobert, Towns getting iso. Like, both of those guys can get isoed out in the playoffs, and that's tough. And it just becomes a huge weakness that you, that you can't, like in a, in a playoff series, when you get like that, and you're playing against a you know a team with two really good one on one players, it's just really hard to overcome those those two things, as if those are going to be your main pieces on the floor in Towns and Gobert. Uh, we've seen it over and over again, and even the like the the basket that like sealed the game was a Chris Paul lob to Aiton. It was just a normal like pick and roll where yeah. you're like looking at you looking at Devin Booker and you're looking at. Chris, are you looking at KD on the other end, and all of a sudden, the like Chris Paul just dices you up in the middle? I mean, this this Suns team is just going to be a, a beast to deal with on offense. Coming up, let's play our favorite game. Count it up. We're counting the most interesting, fun things in sports, including Keegan Murray setting the record for most threes, and a new delay that I had never heard of in the NBA. Let's talk about that <laughs> coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the uh, is the the <laughs> the I can't get my overlay going. <laughs> Give me a second. There we go. Is the number one sportsbook in America and the sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network on FanDuel. You have all kinds of MVP odds. We just talked about they don't have coach of the year. I think that's already just been been done. Rookie of the year. That one's done too. Minus 7,000 for Paolo Bencaro. Uh, sixth man of the year. Manuel Quickly is minus 280. Malcolm Brogdon plus 210. Both of those guys still kind of in it. You can check out all kinds of other stuff on FanDuel. Remember, go to FanDuel.com slash lock to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Again, it's FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Pat. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. And make your second listen today, Locked On NBA Game to Game, where each of us break down and react to our games. We're covering our teams, and you can go get it on wherever you're listening or watching this show right now. Locked on NBA Game to Game. Now, let's play our favorite game. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. Where we count all the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. Keegan Murray set the record for most made threes, passing Donovan Mitchell as a rookie, passing Donovan Mitchell with 187. Lillard had 185, so he passed up both of those guys in this game. Um, Count it up. How soon are we going to see somebody hit 200 threes in a season as a rookie? Keegan Murray might get close in a couple of games here. Um, will it be this year, or will we have to wait for somebody else? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who. He's not going to get it this year. I don't think he'll get it this year, um, unless he just goes ballistic in another game like that. Would I'm trying to think who's like coming up. I'm trying to think of is there the any crazy shooters coming out of college right now? I don't think there are. Uh, there's like a seven four one. 
Well, that's that's Wambayama. Yeah, I guess. But like, is he going to shoot two hundred threes in a season? Maybe. I guess it. It also depends on what team he goes to. Like, if he goes to the Spurs, yeah, he might set the record because they're just going to be like, <laughs> do whatever you want. Like, we don't have anyone else. You know what I mean? Uh, I would. I, I don't would, know. I. I think. It, I think people will get closer and closer. But you're going to need a a special shooter for that. Keegan Murray only needs twelve to get to two hundred. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six games left. Two a game. Can he get to 200? That'd be the first time ever a rookie has ever hit 200 threes in a season. Does he know this? <laughs> does it matter? Probably not. Just, I, I, does hold he on. Know this, 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 is all that, this, this is all that matters. Yeah. Here are the other uh here are the top ten in most threes ever made in a season as a rookie. Keegan Murray right now, one eighty eight, Donovan Mitchell one eighty seven, Damian Lillard one eighty five, Sadiq Bay, one seventy five, Anthony Edwards one seventy one, Luka Doncic, one sixty eight, Landry Shamit, one sixty seven. That's interesting. Steph Curry, heard of him, one sixty six. Here's the oldest one. Rudy Fernandez, 159. Okay. And then Kyle Kuzma, 159 as well. Can't go wrong with a Rudy Fernandez reference. I mean, you can, but still. <laughs> um, Mavs, Mavs Sixers. The second half of the of this game was delayed because a net, the net on one end was missing a loop. Not like the net was torn or something. It was missing a loop that connects to the basket. Um, What's the dumbest thing an NBA game could possibly be delayed for? Because I think this is up there. It was just missing a like one loop wasn't connected, and they had to get a whole new net. How uh how how big was the hole? I guess I could see that being an issue if like you and and I guess where was it positioned? Because if I shoot the ball and it like hits the like bigger loop, interesting. I could like slingshot it back out, kind That's of like fair, I, yeah. I, I'm assuming that would affect. They shot a little bit. I've, I've hooped on a lot of bad nets out there. Trust me, it does bounce the ball back out. <laughs> Here's a lot of bad nets so out there. So some ones I've just seen going to Mavericks games. This season and last season, the Mavericks had a rain delay because the roof was leaking inside in the American Come Airlines on, Mark. <laughs> Come on, Mark. He doesn't own the building. Um, Come on, Mark. <laughs> the, Ma- the Mavericks and Sixers last season had a game delayed in the first quarter for 44 minutes because the rim was bent. The, one of the rims was bent, that. and they had to bring the, whole, the, the ball back. Uh, Mike Breen shared a story about a Knicks game where someone threw up on the court, and because of union regulations, there's only one human in the whole building that was allowed to clean up the throw up, and they had to go find him. And it took him like 15 minutes to bring the guy out to clean the throw up on the on the court. That's uh, new. Shot clock violation or shot clock malfunction, I think, is another dumb way that a game get, gets delayed. Is there any more you can think of that a, a game gets delayed by something stupid? Game gets delayed by something stupid. I would say, uh, what's what's the uh, the like ripping the jersey or like the jersey doesn't fit? Like, are we really holding up the uniform standards <laughs> here? Like, do we all have to be in the same perfectly uh, identified colors here for you to get on the yeah. court? Untu- I've seen untouched that. Kyrie would disagree with you. I've <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, the, oh, who was the, the who was the player that came out and didn't have their jer- didn't have their jersey on? I've seen that. Were you just in your warm-ups? Yeah. I've seen that. Where like the players like, I, I don't expect to get in the game. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I just came out of my warm-ups. Who was I feel like that's happened multiple times. <laughs> the, guy, the guy comes in wearing a warm-up and then all of a sudden doesn't have his jersey on. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments if you think another <laughs> dumb way an NBA game can get delayed because I thought that one was kind of dumb. 
Oh, wasn't there a was there a bat? A bat or a squirrel? Oh, yeah, the manager manage nobly smacked yeah. the bat out of the air. That's a great one. Yeah, that game was delayed for sure. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, the Heat was forced to play a finals in like a hundred degree building versus the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't have AC. We just don't have AC. I don't it's know. <laughs> just yeah. Um Okay. I'll do this one. Al Horford was on JJ Reddick's podcast this week, and he talked about game seven of 2018 Eastern Conference Finals. Al Horford was on the Celtics at this point. He said, there's four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Quote, I'm looking at Smart, Jalen, Tatum, Terry Rozier, myself. We're all gassed. I'm looking at the other side. This is game seven, four minutes left in the fourth quarter. LeBron is just leaning at the scores table. Very casual. He's played every single minute, and he looks unfazed. Quote, it was disturbing. <laughs> Count it up. Is athleticism and conditioning LeBron's best skill that we don't talk about enough? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, his ability to go out there, even to this day, right? Like, I, we got to see it firsthand tonight versus the Bulls, where you he just has moments, and you're just like, what are you? Like, what lab built you? How are you still that fast, still that strong, still just just that dominant right like and it's not even it's it's the i'm going to wear you down first by using my physicality against you and realize there's nothing you can do i'm 266 you're gonna be tired and then once you do that i'm gonna run like a gazelle up and down the court (laughs) like what like what what is that I, i i would i would give him that that is uh he's also really good at basketball stuff as well but yeah I would say that this is his best skill. You can talk about playmaking, feel for the game, and all this. Just his ability to be in this shape. The athleticism that he already had coming into the NBA, plus the conditioning that he's added to it. This is the this is what's made LeBron James who he is and how he's lasted this long. The durability. Like he's only had his first major injury, what, last season? Yeah. Season before that. He he, he has just been like He's the longevity king, right? Like you're gonna, we're, he's the longevity goat. We're gonna talk about him for a long time, and he's still going and averaging thirty points a game. Uh, he did have an insane travel tonight. <laughs> Dog, yeah, a seven stepper. It was impressive. It was impressive. I will Shut say he he was a little tired after that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, there you go, guys. Let us know in the comment section below. Um, what were you doing in 2006 when the Kings won the made the playoffs last time? We appreciate you guys hanging out with us again. Go check out Locked On NBA Game to Game, Locked On Mavs, and Locked On Bulls. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On NBA. Bye bye. Boom.